0: Ten past eleven. I'd like to invite you to join us on Facebook Live because it's our first sports and all of twenty twenty one, of course, with Maestro Danny Hicks. Good day, Danny. How are you?
1: Good day, feel Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Well, what's it is it happy new year in the sporting world, Danny? What are we doing today?
1: Uh well, we wish it was a bit happier than it is with, with COVID and restrictions and God knows what else. But um no, I mean, first weekend of any year uh, in football is always third round of the FA Cup weekend, which is a great weekend, usually, when the, uh, when the non-league clubs, the minnows of football, who've made it this far, start off in qualifying rounds months and months and months ago and work their way through. And we've got four non-league sides who uh, are going to come up against the big boys, as it were, this weekend, and none, none smaller than little Marine uh, of Crosby uh, near Liverpool who are basically eighth division, uh, northern Premier League, north-west, um, which is ridiculously low on the pyramid. And yeah. they're playing the mighty Tottenham Hotspur, of course, who are riding high in the Premier League. And I don't think there's ever been such a big gulf between a non-league side and a side in the top flight in, in the history of the FA Cup. We'll come on to that in a minute. But um, there's a few problems with the FA Cup. There's supposed to be two ties tonight, Aston Villa against Liverpool and Wolves against Crystal Palace, all Premier League ties. But uh, Aston Villa, in who beat Liverpool 7-2 earlier in the season in the league, you may remember, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're all looking forward to this one. But it looks like Aston Villa might have to put the youth team out against Liverpool because they've got a COVID outbreak in the squad. The whole first-team squad is self-isolating. The training ground is shut, um, and there's going to be a decision later today. When I say later today, obviously, it's middle of the night, UK time at the moment, but... Mm-hmm when they wake up, they're going to make a decision. So that might not even be on tonight. That may get postponed if Aston Villa can't field a side. At the moment, they're looking at their under-23s and under-18 teams to play Liverpool in the Cup tonight. Uh, no such problems as crystal Palace. But we've already lost one game to COVID. Southampton v Shrewsbury tomorrow is off already because of an outbreak of COVID in the Shrewsbury camp. Not only that, surely one of the non-league sides from sort of the sixth division, as it were, from National League North, we are at home to Derby County, managed by Wayne Rooney uh, in the Championship. Um, Derby also have been racked by COVID this week. They are saying they're going to put the under-23 or the under-18 team players out against Shorley. So, there could be be one cup upset there, I mean, if that game goes ahead. So, it does beg the question, with the UK going into, or England going into, you know, another lockdown, a national lockdown... Going into... well, um, officially. Um, but elite sport being allowed to continue, should elite sport be continuing um, at the moment? Well, you, you've got outbreaks, you've got... There's no crowds so, so you're
0: saying there. what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If, if, the, if the fans have to lock down, so do these boys.
1: Well, nobody's allowed to travel outside their area. It's sure. only, you know, you're only allowed to go out and go to the shops, do your one hour of exercise and all that. And yet we've got football teams with big squads, big entourages, <laughs> Physios, they all have to have coach drivers, um, pilots if you're Tottenham Hotspur and flying up to Merseyside, uh, staff involved. Travelling the length and breadth of the country for FA Cup third round weekend, potentially spreading virus. Um, you know, there's been 40 cases of COVID in the Premier League uh, this week. They're all tested, I know, but, you know, you've got non-league clubs. They haven't been tested. They, they haven't got the lower division clubs are not, not testing their players with the same rigour. They could potentially these these players. They get their chance of their lifetime. Yeah, they're playing against big boys this weekend. And then they then they catch COVID and go home, infect their families and friends. I mean, is it is it time we kind of pulled the plug for a couple of weeks on football?
0: Um, just to join think, us on if, Facebook Live <laughs> for this your opinion. What do you anyway, think? F-
1: football <laughs> is going ahead. We've got like you know, uh, there's four non-league clubs basically left in this weekend. Boreham yep. Wood are playing Millwall. Surely Derby, as I said. Uh, Marine Tottenham will come on to. And on Monday, Stockport County of the National League will play West Ham. Uh, the holders, Arsenal, uh, on a bit of a resurgence in form. Or are they? You know, uh, they've, they've won their last three games in the Premier League. They're the holders in this competition. But I think they've still got problems. You know, they're saying, you know, oh, they're back to form, they're back. Who have they beaten? They've beaten West Brom 4-0. They've beaten Brighton 1-0. They've beaten two of the worst teams in the Premier League, to be honest. <laughs> And they beat, probably the only decent result was beating Chelsea, who are stuttering at the moment under Frank Lampard, 3-1. But before that, they'd lost four of their previous five games and, and drawn one. And, um, you know, so I think they've got a big test against Newcastle, uh, an all-Premier League team clash tomorrow. Um, that's 5.30 UK time, so what's that? 1.30 in the morning, our time you want to get up there? Big test for Mikel Arteta. And now the transfer window's open. Maybe one of the problems in his squad... Meza Ozil, who has been left out uh, and one of, was one of his superstars, signed from Real Madrid, is going to finally make his way somewhere else, we think, to Fenerbahce. And Mikel Arteta has been saying this week it would be best for both parties if he goes.
0: If something is sorted this month, it's because he's good. Um for both parties because it's good uh, for Mesut and his future and because it's good for the club. We are aware of uh, all the conversation that we had uh, with Mesut internally and with his agent and this communication keeps going and, uh, and of course because from now on he's free to talk to any club so he's entitled to do that.
1: Yeah so he's entitled to as he is out of contract at the end of the season. Uh, i think they'd be happy to get shot of him now you know he's not been playing obviously Arteta are there mentioning the player's agent we we're fully aware of uh you know obviously there's there's things been going on behind the scenes that we're not party to and a and, and massive falling out but uh, whatever you think of Urzo as, as a as a player or an individual uh he ha- he is ta- he is a talent he's played for Real madrid he's starred for arsenal he's been He's the sort of player on his day can change games and it's been very, very strange to see him being persona non grata really at, at the Emirates there. So it looks like we'll we'll find out later today whether he's going to uh, transfer, may, maybe online, maybe with a view to a permanent move to Fenerbahce in Turkey uh, and start playing football again. And only, you know, he has got Turkish roots. He's German, but he has got turkish family and roots so turkey would seem a natural fit for him and can i uh, chuck a question in for you you,
0: danny just just for the moment going back to what you said earlier on about should the big boys carry on playing should they stop etc etc when it comes to life outside the world of sport people are doing Mm. this tricky balance between health and the economy and that whole notion of too big to fail etc is it the same in the sport world could they just not not do it
1: well Yeah, I mean, there's TV money involved, of course, from playing games and all that, but they're not playing in front of crowds, so they're getting no gate money. They're not selling merchandise. They're not selling hot dogs and cups of tea or pints of beer and pies or whatever at the ground. So, for example, um, we'll come on to now. This game, Marine, which is such a... Normally on an FA Cup weekend would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Marine, little Marine up there in Crosby on the coast, seven miles from Liverpool. um, What, a ground that holds 3,000 spectators at best... Um, we'll hold none, obviously, tomorrow. With the big boys of Tottenham coming, you know they haven't even got a dressing room big enough for the Tottenham squad, so they're putting them in the banquet room, the function room, which normally holds 150 people seated for weddings and bar sure, mitzvahs. You know, sure. Tottenham are going in there. Um, They've kitted out as a dressing room, and normally they'd they put on they put on a bit of a buffet. In the uh, in the boardroom for uh, the visiting dignitaries, not allowed to do that because of COVID. Buffets are out, so they've they've said they're providing them with the uh, providing the Tottenham players and staff with some five-star lunch boxes on a <laughs> five
0: stars <laughs>
1: lunch boxes, <laughs> five-star lunch boxes. A marine, you know, one side of the ground there in Crosby, it, it, uh, where the dugouts are behind it is just a fence, and it backs onto a row of houses. There's right. so just gardens there, and on the fence, would you believe? is a set of numbers like 13, 15, 17, 19. So, and that's so the ball boys know when it goes over the fence there, which house to go and knock on. <laughs> oh, that's the numbers on the front door to get the ball back. I mean, it is a real throwback to, you know, park it's, football and all the rest it's of it. brilliant in up a
0: against,
1: way. <laughs> yeah, up against Harry Kane and the glamour boys of Tottenham and Jose Mourinho. I mean, it's a dream for them. Yeah. And isn't it such a shame that they're doing it in, in front of no fans and... You know, they're, they're, I'm sure there'll be a few trying to peer over the fence. I'm probably selling tickets for their back gardens, oh, those okay. houses. <laughs> and got stepladders in. But, um, you know, it would be such an occasion for them. It's going to be live on TV on BBC One. So they're going to get their football You're going to see people. Uh, their, their tea- Hello,
0: can I have my ball back? But you get some cutaway yeah, shots. Exactly. of that go on. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and,. Um, But the Spurs fans, bless them, have set up a a a a GoFundMe page or whatever it's called, crowdfunding page, yeah. And they're selling virtual tickets for the game for ten pound to raise money for for Marine, who would normally, you know, get about a hundred thousand pounds in gate money, sponsors money, and all the rest of it from hosting like Spurs. So the Spurs fans have sold five thousand four hundred virtual tickets at the moment and raised fifty four grand for little marines so this they're doing awesome. their best to you know, help out and this is what football's all about but uh, you know it does beg the question should 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 the game be going ahead at all but the one thing i think marine can also count on is that tottenham and Jose marino take cup games seriously and they will put out a strong team i think they can be sure that you know harry kane will but go they have to. Uh, Gareth Bale will probably be there on the bench and um, all their superstars will be there from Tottenham and that will be such an occasion for these guys. The Marine side are made up of you know they've got they've got a postman, a dustman, oh, they've got yeah. some NHS
0: workers, some
1: teachers, they're part-timers. Hey
0: know? listen Mike just said so all these small clubs won't get a share of the attendance income, shame.
1: Yeah exactly and and the possibility of getting a replay back at you know, Tottenham and their 60,000 ground and getting half the gate money for that. It's just that it's not there anymore mm. because there there are no replays, there are no crowds this year. But, uh, you know, Tottenham as well are riding high. They've already reached one cup final this week. They, they uh, beat Brentford uh, to reach the League Cup final. And Jose Mourinho has said it's because they take the cups seriously. I had to learn the meaning of... Uh of the cups in here and I always took it uh, serious. I think if there is any secret is to take it seriously. Um is to respect uh, what English football is, what English clubs are, what uh, English lower divisions are and try not to be uh, surprised in in any one of uh, of the games with teams of smaller uh, quality. Yeah, I mean uh, I think he epitomises what's great. We see so many of the the clubs, especially ones kind of struggling down the bottom end of the Premier League, and that put out weakened sides against what they think are, are minor teams and get turned over. I don't think Tottenham will do that, you know, and they, they will they will give them the full respect as Jose Mourinho said there, and I think that's a great thing they did. They've done it in the League Cup against Brentford midweek, full side, you know, and and so on. So um I think that's that 's going to be a cracking little occasion for marine crowd or no crowds, but I do question whether you know there couldn 't be a little handbrake put on the season, and we come back when they when they could have crowds, but just before you uh, leave this, you know, when is that I'm
0: likely sorry. to be Just before you leave yeah. this, you said you know there's no way they 're not going to put out the absolute A team and i 'm just thinking, well, yeah. although the other guys are relative minnows, they wouldn't want them to if they 're going to no, get absolutely. a caning, they want to get caned royally don 't they.
1: Well, you imagine if it's you or me playing for our, you know, basically our pub side and we get sure. to play Tottenham sure, sure, or Manchester sure. United or Manchester City or anyone, we want to play the big boys, don't we? That's our chance of a lifetime to Absolutely. put yourself
0: up against. And you never know, right? Danny. I mean, bookies have been like, foiled before, haven't they?
1: Yeah, it's like, it's the reason we like to play pro-am golf or whatever, because you play with your heroes. You get to, You get to play on equal terms with people you look up to and admire and you get to shake hands afterwards. Maybe swap shirt with them, and that's something you remember for the rest of your life. So yeah, good luck to Marie, absolutely. Uh, and enjoy your day in the sun uh, tomorrow. Uh, or Sunday, actually, is it's uh, five o'clock Sunday kickoff. So that's one o'clock in the morning our time. If you want to watch that it's been that'll be streamed live on BBC if you you know how to get hold of that service, or on a TV channel near you. So that's that's kind of highlights of the FA Cup this weekend. good time for a bit of Yeah, and time for a bit of cricket because... uh, Just time for it, because there is a rather big test match going on in Sydney at the moment between uh, India and Australia. Series, four-top match series, locked at one all, And um, Australia, who couldn't really score a run the first couple of tests, well, they've had a few stutters today, but Steve Smith has just, in the last few minutes, gone to a century Mm -hmm. who's hardly managed to score a run in the series so far, Steve Smith, He's 104 not out at the moment. Mitchell Stark, 24 not out. And Australia have progressed to 310 for seven. Earlier in the day, uh, Manus Labishain, uh fell just short of the century, was was uh, was out on 91. And uh, at that point, Australia were looking good at 206 for two. But then they had a bit of a wobble, and they dropped to 255 for seven up, at one point. And uh, but they've had a bit of a recovery here with, Stiff, uh, with Smith and Stark uh, uh, having a bit of a... Bit of a go. So, 310. Uh, India be looking. I think if they, India could get them out for beneath, below 350, Australia having won the toss and chosen to bat, I think India will think they're still in the game. And India, of course, without their captain, Virat Kohli, without three of their fast bowlers who've been injured. So, uh, they're doing pretty well against You the
0: do realise there's another angle to this one. The Aussies, oh. particularly from Melbourne, are going, what? You're really going to go ahead and do this? Yeah, because of yeah, Sydney, Sydney, because of the rivalry, yeah, Sydney, because of COVID, exactly.
1: etc. Yeah, Sydney had a COVID cluster and and it was thought that the game might stay in Melbourne or they might move it to Brisbane. And now there's doubts over the next test, which starts next Friday in Brisbane. Yeah. Because today, Brisbane has announced a three-day lockdown because they've had some cases in Queensland. Queensland has shut the borders for three days and announced the lockdown. So um, things are up in the air there. Uh, and, and we're talking about Australia where there's been very very few cases let's let's face it compared to the rest of the world mm. uh, and they're having problems with it now as well it seems like everywhere is doesn't it we're having a surge here we're, we're still in kind of half lot down here so um you know whether we'll see i think that they could they could end up staying in sydney and playing back-to-back tests there if they can't go to brisbane because they're already there and they're already in their kind of biosecure bubble England just arrived in Sri Lanka for a series in a bubble, and then they go to India. And I mean, and COVID is right there. So, should these tours be going ahead? Should players be subjected to having to isolate and quarantine and all this? Tennis players are going to have to.
0: If you weren't a top line sports reporter for a big news agency, what do you think you would say to that question, purely hypothetically, in a parallel universe?
1: Uh, I would say. I think we need our entertainment if we're all in lockdown and, we, and sport is undoubtedly an entertainment. But should players be going out there earning vast amounts of money doing something they really enjoy uh, when people are dying uh, and, and, and health is being affected? And the fact that we could have had a super spreader event at the Melbourne test recently because a fan has since tested positive means that people could actually die from going to watch a sport event that might be too high a price to pay.
0: See, you answered that like a top flight journal as well. Well done, Danny. Danny Hicks there. will be doing it at the same time next week for more sports and all here on Radio 3.